Hello and welcome to season one of the Revival Podcast. Revival is a place where you can come to encounter and ponder truth. In this podcast, we are going to be exploring the rich abundance of truth that the Catholic Church has to offer in all her wisdom. My name is Tara Lauderdale, and each episode I will be reading an excerpt from spiritual books, church councils, writings from the saints, and more, and then offering a brief commentary on what I've read. This is so we can have the opportunity to hear and contemplate truth, and then allow this truth to penetrate into our daily lives so that we can become imitators of Jesus Christ. Welcome to the show. everyone and welcome to episode two of the Revival Podcast. I am so glad to have you here and I am super excited um, just in general but also because today is one of my favorite solemnities. Today is the solemnity of Jesus Christ King of the Universe. Are you even kidding me? Is that just not the best day to celebrate? So I'm super excited. I'm in love with this solemnity. I'm in love with celebrating Jesus as King. It's one of my most favorite titles of him. And so it's so fun and so awesome to be here recording a podcast today. So today I will be sharing with all of you an excerpt from a book by, I think, one of my new favorite spiritual writers. Uh, His name is Father Wilfred Stenison. He's a priest of a Carmelite order from Belgium. And he is a really extraordinary writer. So if you've ever heard of Jacques Philippe, he writes in a very similar way. Um, They both create really great short books, but they're really packed with truth. And so I recently read his book titled Eternity in the Midst of Time. It was written in 2018. And in this book, Father Stinison takes a deep dive into the concept of time why God created time, um, what time is for a Christian, how time can be redeemed, and more. And it's just so good. I was in love with it when I read it. And so today, I'm going to read a really short excerpt from his book, just about three paragraphs from um, a chapter from the middle of the book. And the title of the chapter is, I Do Not Have Time. Great title. We're all thinking it, we're all saying it. Um, But before we dive into the excerpt, what I want to do is just kind of offer a few points that Father Stinnison goes over in the book to kind of help set the foundation for us to even be able to receive the excerpt. So the first point is this. Father Stinnison says, every person experiences time in a different way based on the state of reality that we are in. So for example, a person who is, in a state, who is in a state of reality that is boring is going to experience time as moving slowly. But if, say, a person is in a really exciting time, then it's going to be going fast. So in one instance, time seems like a curse. Oh my gosh, this is dragging on and on and on. But in another instance, time seems like a gift and maybe there, is, like, there isn't enough of it. Now, in general, uh, Father Stenison says that most people don't really want to focus on time. 
because when we do, it can become a real burden. And so we like it to just kind of be background noise, if you will. And so that's kind of the first point is this this truth that every person kind of experiences time in a, in a subjective way. Um, second, Father Stinnison addresses this question. Why did God create time? And the reason is, ultimately, because time allows us to develop and grow. God gives each of us a free will. So we can either, either choose him or we can reject him. If we choose him, we become more of who we were created to be. And if we don't, be, we become more divided, incomplete, and disintegrated. And so time is actually the gift that God has given to us to make our way towards our end, which is life and the Trinity, eternal life with God. And then the third thing that Father Stenison shares that I think will really help us to build up to this excerpt today is that God reveals himself in time. When God created, he created time. And so by his creation of time, he's revealing to us his love for the process. He loves the process of growth and change and development. And he especially loves that within each of us. And that time is, in Father Stinnison's words, the length and breadth of waiting. God's waiting for us to turn toward him and give him our yes. So now we have just a little bit more of an understanding of time as God created it, okay? These objective truths about time. That it shows his love for our development and our change and our progress. And he reveals himself to us through his creation of time. And also that time is a gift that we might draw near to him in his Trinitarian life. Okay, so now that we've kind of gone over these really fundamental principles that Father Stinnison writes about in his book, now we're going to read the short excerpt. And I think it's safe to say that many of us do not live according to the reality of what time actually is. Very few of us, I think, actually live in the reality that time is a gift. Um, very few of us actually love the fact that things have to grow and develop. I think it's safe to say many of us are sometimes impatient with ourselves as we are, and maybe we wish we would grow a little bit faster or we wish other people would grow a little bit faster. Um, and, and third is we tend to, as human beings, kind of manipulate time. Um, and we're either using it to try to get a multitude of things done or... I don't know. It just seems like the majority of people, I think, are very, in general, unhappy with time and the concept of it. I don't, I don't think I've ever met a person who is very at peace with time and kind of says, ah, I'm, I have time for everything. So that's going to bring us to our excerpt today. So again, it comes from chapter seven of this book, Eternity in the Midst of Time. And the title of this chapter is I Do Not Have Time. There is an almost infallible sign that we do not live in synchronization with God's time, namely stress. As soon as we become stressed, we lose contact with reality's deep dimension. Stress draws us to the surface. Stress causes God no longer to be a part of the picture. It causes us no longer to see all of reality. According to the dictionary, to be stressed is to live under straining conditions marked by a lack of time. 
just this impression of a lack of time indicates stress and is the direct opposite of an attitude that is characterized by trust and surrender. Most of us have a lot to do, but we can never have too much to do. There is always time for what we have to do. When God gives us a mission, he also creates the time needed for it. If there is no time, then it is not a task that comes from him, but rather a work that we have arbitrarily taken upon ourselves, a job that falls outside of his plan for our life. Okay, so just a couple of questions to start us off. I just want to ask, how often do you find yourself stressed? And what do you think it means to be living in synchronization of God's time? So let's dive into that first, living in synchronization of God's time. Well, it means that we are not living in the reality that time is given to us as a good gift by God to move and progress toward him. If we're not living in that synchronization, it means we're not living and dwelling in this reality of what time actually is. Um, And I think what it comes down to is we are not living in the reality that God made reality (laughs) and he's in control of everything. When we encounter stress, it's we've It's because we have forgotten who holds everything in existence. And I think it it means that we've even forgotten that God holds each of us in existence out of sheer love for us. And it's in these times of stress when we don't think we have enough time that we actually have to pause and remember who created us and why. It's again remembering our end that we are all meant to go back to the Lord, right? Our end is the Lord. But when we are not living in synchronization with God's time, we are not living in the reality that he is the one that our lives should be directed toward, right? We're, We're living in this reality that we should be doing things that we aren't because we think we're in control of reality. And Father Sinison is great. And he says, most of us have a lot to do. Okay, I think we can all agree with that. But this is this is the kicker. He says, but we can never have too much to do. There is always time for what we have to do. When God gives us a mission, he also creates the time needed for it. Awesome, awesome. So how often have you had the thought, I have too much to do today. How am I going to get it all done? Is that every day for you? Sometimes that's every day for me. Um, Or yeah, I just don't have time. How am I going to fit that into my calendar? Everything's so full already. I'm just so busy. I'm so busy. I mean, goodness gracious. How often do we hear that word? Oof. And again, we have to see the whole picture of reality. Who has brought me into existence? Okay, now we're going to ask some questions, um, maybe to help us even probe this a little bit deeper. Okay, those things that take up your time. Maybe it's your job, it's your career, your marriage, your children, um, school activities, parish activities, various ministries of sorts, volunteering, I mean, you name it. Or just errands, grocery shopping. Okay, let's think about this. Who has given me my job or career? Who has blessed me with my vocation? 
Who has blessed me with my spouse and my children? Each of us has been given a mission by God with all its different facets. But ultimately, everything is meant to be for his glory, for love of him. It can be that many times all the things we are trying to get done are tasks that we have ordained for ourselves, potentially even for our own glory, to make ourselves feel worthy or in control. But truly, I'm going to say something very important, and it is this. God does not will that we be stressed. God does not will that we be stressed. He does not want that for you. It is not what he wants. A life plagued by stress is not the abundant life that Jesus promises us. The Lord gifts us each with a mission and wills that we abandon ourselves to him with trust and surrender. Okay, so here are some practical steps about how we do that. The first is this. Maybe when you're in the midst of a really crazy time in your life, um, or or you're having those raging thoughts that are, I don't have enough time. How am I going to get this all done? There's too much to do. I'm so busy. Okay, the first thing I want to invite you to do is pause. Or even just stop. Pause slash stop. Whichever word you like better. But, but quite literally, stop and take a deep breath and recognize that you are not your own. That you are not your own. That your life is God's. That everything in it is God's. That he is in control. That he wills to be in relationship with you. That he desires your good and your peace and your sanctity. And to take a deep breath and breathe in those truths. And know that he is in charge. That he is in control. And that he will draw good out of everything. I think we can really underestimate the power of the pause um, because it's really difficult to pause when we're going from place to place and right, our minds won't stop or slow down and we're just in contact with people all day and there's so much to do and how am I going to get the laundry done and the grocery shopping and pick the kids up from school and right, get off of work and I have to finish that project at work or whatever it is, you know, it's It's something different for every single person. But the power of the pause, uh, I think, is underestimated. And I think it is um, the work of the enemy to keep us distracted and to keep us busy, to keep us unaware of the presence of God, to keep us unaware of the reality of the good God who wants us to know that he's in control, that he's our good father who wants to provide everything for us who has already provided everything for us, right? So that's the first thing, the power of the pause. The second is ask. Okay, you've paused, now what? You've taken a deep breath, breathed in those truths about who God is and about who you are, his beloved. Now you ask, and what do you ask him for? The grace to live and dwell in reality. God, please help me to know that you are in control. Please help me to know that my life is in your hands, that you are in charge, that I am yours, 
Give me the grace to live this day as if it were not my own, but that it is yours. That it may be completely for your glory and completely for love of you, right? Now the pressure is not on you anymore. The pressure doesn't have to be on you. It's about the Lord, making everything about the Lord and asking him for the grace even to complete the tasks that you need to do, right? Lord, give me the grace to complete the mission that is yours. Please help me to be able to clearly see what is yours and what is mine as far as my own plans and my own tasks. And help me, Lord, to die to those things and to fulfill what you want me to do today. And then the third thing is to go forward in trust and in peace. Go forward and trust in peace. Okay, Lord, thank you so much for giving me the grace to stop and to pause. Thank you for the graces that you have already given me to fulfill your mission because you have created time for me to go towards you. And I thank you already for how you have blessed me. And I ask for the grace to go forward from this moment on in peace and to entrust my time to you. You know what I really love about recording on this solemnity I was praying uh, before this podcast and right today's a solemnity of Jesus Christ King of the universe and I think it really ties in well with what we're talking about today with this concept of time because I think that is the one thing that many of us really fear actually giving Jesus kingship over is it's our time right like I think many of us are convinced that we know exactly how we should be spending our time. And maybe not even we know, but we know how we want to spend our time, right? We um, have our plans. Uh, And I think there can be something really powerful and really freeing in actually letting that become a prayer of ours um, on a daily or weekly basis. Lord, please be the king of my time. Please be the king of my past of all my mistakes, of all the ways that I failed you, of all the ways that I failed to love, please be king over that, Lord, and redeem it. Lord, please be king over my present moment, that your mission might be fulfilled in me, that your will might be done in me in this moment and in this day. Lord, I give to you kingship over this present moment. And Lord God, I give to you my future, Everything that you have planned, you alone know. Give me the grace to entrust myself to the unknown. But it is known to you, Lord, and that is enough. Lord, I desire for you to be king over all that I am and all that I have. But most especially my time, which is something that I so often hoard to myself. Which is something that I so often try to have complete control over. But it does not give me peace, Lord. It does not give me freedom to grasp onto time. But instead, please help me to open up my hands to give all of my time to you, to give it back to you, knowing that it is a gift, knowing that you are my end, you are my beginning, you are my all and my all. So I just want to encourage you all, right, to to pray to the Lord about how you perceive your time, how you perceive it should be used, where it's going. I mean, even just kind of 
examining your conscience. With that first question I asked after reading that excerpt, and that was, how often are you stressed? Right? Because when we're stressed, we're not living in the full picture of reality. We're not living in God's time. We're living in our time. And our time doesn't exist. <laughs> All time is from the Lord. And he, he wants complete control over it. He wants us to surrender it back to him. So happy solemnity, everyone. I pray that Jesus would be your king in every possible way. Please pray that he would be my king in every possible way. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show today, and I hope that you all have a great week.